Welcome to My Therapist is Out, an open space therapy collective podcast. We are your hub for queer and trans mental health care. Each episode, we'll speak with one of our therapists or collective members and chat about a mental health topic using a queer lens. And I am your host, Renee Johnson, licensed professional clinical counselor, art therapist, and founder of Open Space Therapy Collective. This week, we are chatting with therapist Kristen Crow. Kristen is a licensed professional clinical counselor in California and is a dance movement therapist. Kristen specializes in working with couples, poly and ethical non-monogamy, and sex therapy. Hi. Great. Hi. It's so glad you're here. <laughs> um, I'm Renee. I am a licensed therapist and art therapist with Open Space Therapy Collective, and today we have Kristen Crow, who is also one of our licensed therapists and a dance movement therapist. Hi. Um, we get a lot of questions about what is dance movement therapy, so Kristen is here to help explain that for us. Um, do you want to take it away? What is it? How would you explain it to somebody that doesn't know what it is or how it works? That's such a big question, but it is. <laughs> but I feel like the biggest question that I do get is like, I'm a dancer, or I'm not a dancer, so I like, how am I supposed to benefit from this? Um, I do want to like give the official, like quote unquote official definition of what it is, and then I'll explain it. But I think this does like a nice job of not being super heady or wordy. So dance movement therapy is defined by the American Dance Therapy Association as the intentional use of dance, creative movement, body awareness, and embodied and spoken communication facilitated, ooh, facilitated through the therapeutic relationship to foster healing and wellness for individuals, families, and communities. Um, I guess that is pretty wordy, but... Yeah, what is that? <laughs> so I don't have to be a dancer. Absolutely not. And what does that mean? Basically, that means that we use your body to understand your thoughts, your feelings, and make you a whole integrated person that can go be out in the world and function better than you are right now. Okay. So... That's also such a weird idea. <laughs> yeah. So in, if, if you and I are in a session together and I'm coming in and I am just like, life sucks. I don't want to be here. Like getting out of bed and rolling in here to be in my pajamas was the hardest thing ever. What would you do movement wise or dance wise or however you would do this to like help with that? Mm. Well, I'm going to like take it back a few steps because I feel like when we start talking about dance and we start talking about movement, we're like, oh, people are going to do these big expressive movements and I'm just going to have you dance around the room and interpret your life through dance. And like, that's cool for some things, but that's not really what it is, right? Like, think about it. Your body is moving all the time, right? Mm -hmm. If we're thinking about dance, there's a rhythmic component to dance, right? So your heartbeat is a rhythm. Your breath is a rhythm. Your blood through your body is flow, right? It's so you're moving all the time. And so I want to tap into those parts of your body that hold that wisdom mm -hmm. of why you're feeling stuck, why you're feeling not great, why you're feeling whatever it is, and use that to go from there. Okay. One thing that I hear a lot is people holding their breath, mm. right? Like um, I'm going about my day and all of a sudden I'm like, I have to take a big breath. Or my friend that I'm sitting with is like, 
hey, breathe. Um, or I'm feeling like tense or I get headaches all the time and I realize like, oh, I'm not breathing, which seems like something we should all do naturally, but miraculously gets really interrupted. Mm -hmm. So is that what you're kind of referring to and like getting into the movement of the body? Yeah, that's absolutely one of those things. If you're holding your breath, what are you holding in? Like, what are you not letting out? What are you not letting in? What are you protecting yourself against? Mm things like that or like I love the like people holding their shoulders up like ow that hurts <laughs> but like wearing their shoulders as earrings I say all the time it's like hey take that down a second and like where does that where does that sit where do you feel that or clenching your jaw is mm. movement right like mm -hmm. how many times a day are you like ow that fucking hurts like yeah what am I clenching my jaw for cool so tapping into all of those little tiny things is part of dance movement therapy okay so not coming in doing like pirouettes, but oh, more yeah, yeah. Uh, checking in with like, am I breathing? Am I clenching? Why? Why is it tight? Why? Yeah. How? Yeah. Okay. There's absolutely like a benefit to doing bigger movements, but I'm never going to start there. I never want to see like, all right, here's your first session. I want an interpretive dance of your life story. Go. Like, that's not what this is. Like, there might be a time that we get there. I'm not going to lie. But like, that's going to be after you feel comfortable and understand what your body is telling you already. Okay. One thing that is really popular right now is somatic therapy or mm -hmm. somatic experience therapy or all of these other somatic things. How does dance movement therapy fit into that place? Because I feel like there's some confusion in here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, somatics is all about the body, right? And so we kind of come at it from a, a larger umbrella of things. We have a lot of different tools. We definitely use somatic tools, as we just talked about, right? Body awareness and things. Um, but we have a different lens and a lot... I don't think I'm wrong, but a lot of somatic therapies aren't also master's level clinicians at the mm. same time so you kind of get the component of like a clinical lens and a somatic lens okay if that makes sense yeah if for somebody who's not a therapist how would you pull that apart a little bit like mm. if i'm seeing a licensed therapist that does somatic work versus i'm seeing a licensed therapist that is a trained dance movement therapist What's the difference mm. and things, how's that going to show up? Things will probably look really similar in some ways. Um, hmm, that's a really great question. Yeah, I feel like some things will look really similar and we will just approach it differently because I still think that even from like dance therapist to dance therapist or somatic therapist to somatic therapist, we're all going to work differently based on like mm -hmm. who we are as people, right? Mm -hmm. And how you connect to the person mm -hmm. in front of you. Um, I think dance therapy has a great connection of like how your body not only feels, but how it moves through space. Mm. So like how you were rolling out of bed in your pajamas and that felt maybe like you were a boulder just rolling out of bed and like, fuck this, I just want to be on the floor, mm. right? Okay, so where else in your life can we attach that to? What kind of history do you have with that? Do you have any trauma that kind of <laughs> attaches to that? Like what are your experiences that all connect and kind of teasing that piece apart instead mm. of just acknowledging just that moment? Got it. Okay, so less like, so the somatic stuff is a lot of like in the room, what are you doing, how are you feeling? But what I'm hearing, and fix me where I'm off here, is dance movement therapy takes a lot of like, yes, that, and how is that, 
happening in the world? How is that existing? How do you, what does that tell you? How do we want to shift it? And can that shift have a ripple effect into other areas? Yeah. Um, definitely on the dance movement therapy part. I'm not a somatic therapist. <laughs> I can't tell you exactly what happens in there. I'm sorry. I'm not informed in that. Um, but yes, on the dance therapy part, like we want to make that a through line to cool. understand like how all of that works together. Awesome. I'm mean, like, my body's feeling like more relaxed, just like hearing about this. <laughs> I was like, I feel more relaxed just kind of getting that part out of the way. <laughs> um, so how, how did you get into this? Are you a dancer? Why, why dance movement therapy? Um, I am a dancer. Um, <laughs> I've been dancing for a very long time. I was thinking about that on the car over here and I was like, Oh it's God, I'm older than I think. Um, honestly, I, have always loved how dance has been like a coping tool for me. Like I can go to a dance class and just like leave it all on the dance floor. It doesn't matter like what I'm feeling. Like if I'm feeling sad, if I'm feeling angry, like I can just bleh, and it goes like, it doesn't go away, but like I feel a lot better. I feel a lot more clear headed. Mm. Um, and then I progress into a dance instructor and I watched like my students being able to find like more self-confidence and they were being able to express themselves verbally instead of just like holding all of these things in. Um, and I just loved the transformation of that. And uh, as I went to school, I was like, well, I really like psychology. So I did that as like my bachelor's. And then when I went to get my master's, I was like, oh, I guess the only thing that you can do is like be a social worker. I was like, oh, that sounds boring. Okay. But you know, like whatever. And so Weirdly, I was just scrolling through the APA website, American Psychological, yeah, mm -hmm. Psych Psychological, Psychological Association. Great, whatever. Um, <laughs> coffee. Um, and I found like section seven or eight and it's like dance movement therapy. And I was huh. like, what the fuck is that? And so I fell down the rabbit hole. I was like, screw all of these applications that I've opened to social work programs. I'm doing that. Um, and then I applied and I started and here we are. Nice. That's where I met you. Nice. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Chris and I went to grad school together. Uh, more than 10 years ago. <laughs> I was like, how are you? <laughs> how would you like to quantify yep. that friend? <laughs> yes. Um, what do you like in think and not to dish social workers, they're wonderful, amazing clinicians. Um, what do you notice um, being in the field for so long, working with tons of social workers, working with um, marriage and family people, working with psychologists, all of these things, what do you notice as one of the big differences between the client's experience in integrating dance movement into their therapy practice versus just strict talk therapy? Talk therapy, yeah. Um, well, there's this beautiful thing of like your head only can contain so much information. Mm -hmm. Like your brain only holds so much. You actually have a brain down in like your gut, <laughs> right? And so like... Those things need to be connected. You need to have connection to the brain and your head and the brain and your belly um, because they both hold different types of information and they both release different types of hormones that change the way you feel and change the way that you interact with things. Um, and there's been a lot of research lately um, about how trauma gets stored in your body, how stress cycles present in your body. And so um, 
talk therapy is only going to stay like the part that is connected to your mouth is the head brain, right? But the way that your body stores trauma and stores stress um, lives in your body. And so if you have the opportunity to move through that, you can have a lot deeper processing. Mm. Okay. In So getting out of the head and into the body, which mm. a lot of... A lot of the people that come to see us are, I live in my head, I feel like floated up here, I can't stop thinking, I can't overthink things. It's mm -hmm. very common. Yeah. Well, I'm, before, like before, because I see your, I see the thought process, but also like how often when you're having a feeling of some sort of thing, you describe it as a movement, right? Like I have butterflies in my stomach when mm -hmm. I get nervous, or you just said I'm floating around. That's mm -hmm. a movement, right? <laughs> so, or like feeling overwhelmed like you're flooded right mm -hmm. and so like all of this is movement type mm -hmm. stuff yeah you're already describing it in that way mm -hmm. <laughs> so coming into this if i've never done this before it's intimidating it's scary i'm not a dancer um how mm, what's the question how what do you do with those nerves how do you gently help somebody kind of introduce themselves into this because even like being in touch with the body, especially if we have trauma that's affected our body, which so much of us do, like that is a terrifying thing to be like, okay, I'm gonna connect to this. I'm gonna notice what's happening in my body. I'm gonna be in my body when that is where all the scary stuff has existed and lived for so mm -hmm. long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, slowly. <laughs> super slowly this is never going to be like hey first session we're just going to dive into all of your stuff and like like oh bleh, i don't even like that that makes me feel squirmy <laughs> um it's going to be really slow right like mm -hmm. i want to notice okay like close your eyes for a second can you close your eyes and breathe mm -hmm. okay is that too scary mm -hmm. okay great open your eyes like we don't have to we don't have to go that fast oh that or like oh that feels okay okay where can you feel your breath in your body okay cool does somewhere feel tight? Like we can go in really small steps. And as soon as we hit something, that's kind of what we'll stick with. It doesn't have to be your deep, dark trauma, like mm -hmm. right at the get go. Like you go, you go in slowly. And the goal is for me is to be like, okay, so we like excavated a little thing and now we're going to like put you back together and then you can go back and be out in the world. Nice. Like we don't want to like break you open and just be like, have fun. Yeah. Like that's unethical. Yeah, walking out like a raw nerve onto um, Sunset, it yeah. sounds horrible. Yeah, that's yeah. not the goal. That's never, never the goal. Never the goal. Um, what, I, what issues, I don't like that word, but like what experiences that somebody's having would be a good fit for dance movement therapy? I hate answering this question and I'll tell you is because like, I think the answer is everybody. <laughs> um, and I say that because everybody has a body, right? And so like we talked about before is everybody has a heartbeat. Everybody has blood flowing through their body. Everybody has breath. And so no matter what your ability to physically move your own body um, or any any of the quote issues, I'm going to use like heavy air quotes on that, um, like can be accessed through that avenue, right? Mm -hmm. I've worked with people who are completely paralyzed except for being able to blink and they will still breathe with me, mm -hmm. right? And that's still such a powerful thing. And because um, 
heartbeats start to synchronize like to music or to with one another right like bodies start to synchronize and so if we can start to do those things together to help co-regulate um like the feelings that you're having we can take their anxiety down we can take their fear down we and help them express still yeah so co-regulate is one of the big things in therapy that's really helpful and really helpful in especially being in a room with a therapist um for those who haven't heard that before what does that mean Mm, that means i always think of it as like i have all of this anxiety like let's use that example i'm gonna give part of it to you and you're gonna show me how to help manage what that feeling is and then when i can see how you're gonna handle that i can start to kind of moderate my own feeling to it and then you can give it back to me and i know what i'm doing with it and this isn't necessarily like a conscious process absolutely not (laughs) yeah yeah how would you um I mean, I think it goes back to a lot of what you were saying at the beginning about like body wisdom and the body really knows a lot and it does so much already. Like one way that I tend to think about it is the body experiences the world first and then Mm -hmm. filters in the information to our brain and our internal selves. And so if your internal self is going, hey, we're going to sit with Kristen and talk about this thing that's scary, your body's going to go, okay, I'm here for it. Let me figure out how to function in this and it's my body's going to attach to your body and read and balance and all those mirror neurons are going to fire off and if you're a safe wonderful person then my body's going to go okay i'm here okay i see that kristen's breathing a little bit differently maybe i'll try and breathe a little bit differently yeah and you don't have to think through it yeah mirror neurons are a beautiful and terrifying thing (laughs) that they are (laughs) um what are some of the challenges with dance movement therapy? Like where are, have you hit stumbling blocks or where have clients hit stumbling blocks? A lot of times it's the, like the complete unwillingness to go into their body. Um, We can have, like we talked about earlier with all of the trauma and all of the stress and all of the things that make it feel unsafe to be in your body like sometimes just breaking through those defenses that you have are the hardest part to get into it um yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because like you said like your body experiences things first Mm -hmm. (laughs) so if your brain might be like okay we're ready to do the thing your body's like i've been protected against this for (laughs) for so long good luck Mm -hmm. right and so um sometimes it takes it takes a minute to yeah. get in there. Yeah. And like, as you're saying that, like unwilling isn't necessarily something like, I'm not fucking doing this. Like I'm out of here. It's um, really letting the body know that it's safe mm-hmm. and that, that it can. And that yeah takes a lot of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got to learn to your mind and your body have to trust one another. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the, that's the hardest first step. Yeah. Yeah. That is the hardest first step period. How do you build that trust between the body and the mind, especially when they've been like segregated to their own roles for so it's long? Like when they've been feuding for yeah. their entire life. Mm-hmm. Practice, like 
a lot of those like grounding techniques just to kind of be like, oh, hey, there's a body here, mm -hmm. first of all. <laughs> like I can kind of attach to that. Okay, and then I'm going to go back into our separate corners and kind of just facilitating that conversation mm -hmm. between the two with breath, with noticing your heartbeat, with noticing, oh, like my shoulder feels tight, mm -hmm. right? Oh, okay, good. I'm glad that you noticed your shoulder feels tight. Some people don't feel anything like mm -hmm. below, like below their brain mm -hmm. right like, how does your foot feel i have no idea yeah. it's way over there <laughs> right so yeah which we get a lot yeah and like even i don't know i find even after a lot of years in practice if there's part of my body that's like no i don't trust your brain right now it's not going to tell you um no yeah yeah which is also just the way it is sometimes mm-hmm cool um What's in the bigger dance movement therapy world um, or in your own practice or in your practice with OSTC or take this wherever you want? <laughs> it's like, where are we Let going? Let me ask you 400 questions. Um, <laughs> what a do you, poor person with ADHD. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you, where do you see your future with dance movement therapy? Like, where do you, what do you want to do with this moving forward? Because you've already 10 plus years into this. Like, how do you want to continue to build your own career? How do you want to continue to work with clients in this space? I feel very privileged to have been able to do this work for as long as I have. Um, and I really hope that I get to do this for forever and ever. Um, I have worked in group work for such a long time. Um, I work worked and work um, an acute inpatient psychiatry for a while. And so I now having made the shift into OSTC, like I love being able to do this individually. Um, and I also, be, because the work can be so much deeper when it's just a one-on-one -on -one connection, as much as I love my, my work inpatient. Um, it's very different. I don't know if that's an answer at all. Um, I do. Eh, I was like, oh, how far? How, like, how far deep down the rabbit hole do you want? <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Um, as you say that, it makes me realize that we haven't touched on how important this type of like body and movement work is for someone who is queer or trans or has gender dysphoria or body dysphoria or somebody who's BIPOC who's had their body or their physical skin be such a, a point of so much attack and, and violence and trauma, um, which I know is kind of a left turn, but... Well, not really, because it shows how long you and I have been friends and working together, because that was kind of the rabbit hole <laughs> I was thinking of. I was like, oh, well, well... Um, I think that, uh, I'll be totally honest, like the, the body of, oh, that's a weird choice of words, but the body of work that like dance movement therapy is founded on is very like white centric. Mm -hmm. Um, and there is currently a really big push to make it more inclusive and diverse. Um, and so 
a lot of the like a lot of the education that you and I even received right together for the parts that we were together was very like we're both just going to shake our heads yeah. like well, I, I don't a um, um, lot of very wealthy white ladies telling you things yeah and I remember like even our like cultural and diversity class and I was like this is a joke like uh, <laughs> we're yeah. not even listening to what I'm saying about like even the experience of not being like I'm a I have light skin privilege right but I'm definitely not a white person so like uh listening to any of that no um so there is a really big shift to to understand like different cultures um and how different cultures have different movement patterns and like cultures can be you know that's a very wide thing Mm -hmm. um and your your body like you as an individual have so many different intersectionalities of the way that the world has interacted with you mm-hmm. as well as how you interact with the world and your experience of that is what we what we want to tap into i am like may the dance movement therapy god strike me down but i am not interested in a lot of the theory that we learned because that doesn't apply to 99 percent of the people that i see Mm -hmm. right and so i want to understand how your body understands the world and then kind of help facilitate how you understand the world and how you can interact and make decisions based on what feels good and safe Mm -hmm. and to continue to integrate you right like you can experience the world um as a fully embodied person that gets to experience joy so much more fully if you can feel your body who gets to experience connection so much more deeply if you can be in your body right like it doesn't always have to be like we're digging into your deep dark traumas. I feel like that's all we've been talking about. But like there's a whole other side of the spectrum, right? Like you can feel happy and you can feel that in your body. Like you can feel all of these things. And sometimes it's reminding your body like there's good shit to feel too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's something that you talk about a lot. And I love that you talk about a lot is like you're, we're not using the body to feel terrible. We're using the body to like experience the full spectrum and all of the fun and playful, wonderful things that are out there. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) Some of my, like, um, at least when I have been doing group work, I do less of this here, but maybe I should do it more is like the, the last thing that we're going to do is like play your favorite song and we're just going to dance around and be idiots. And like, it's going to be so much fun, (laughs) but you've already tapped into your body. So reminding it like, Hey, that feels pretty good. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to dance around in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. No cares. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I think on like all of our best days, it's like the music is blaring and we're dancing terribly around the house cool. doing things, which is definitely one of my happy places. Yeah, same. My dog thinks it's crazy, but it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Those poor you, animals. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I guess that looks fun. Yeah. Um, what did we miss? What do you think else is important in movement, therapy, dance space? Queer space, BIPOC space. I'm doing this weird sway thing because that's usually how I ask my body. <laughs> so, so people who can see that is that's what I'm doing, and who people who are just listening are going, "There's an awkward silence." 
Um, I really think that just being like, just understanding, like there are so many different facets of you that you hold in your entire being and just being able to integrate all of that. Like that's what the goal of dance therapy is, right? Like just being able to be a whole person instead of just a brain that floats through space Mm -hmm. inside a body, Mm -hmm. right? Like what does your body know? What can your body tell you? How can you enjoy life more? Yeah. How do you get to be that like full badass self out in the world? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We'll be talking with Kristen a bunch more over the uh, coming year. And Kristen has a world of fun and fascinating things to talk about. So thank you so much for joining us today. Bye. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's topic. Leave a comment below or email us at communications at Open Space Therapy Collective. You can follow us on all of the social medias. And if you're in California looking for a therapist, visit our website at openspacetherapycollective.com and book a free intro call with one of our therapists to see if we are the right fit for you. My Therapist is Out is an Open Space Therapy Collective podcast. Our therapists are Kristen Crow, Debbie White, and Renee Johnson. Our marketing and communications coordinator is Riley Andreessen. Marketing confidence cheerleader, Isa Gauchi. Our admin assistant is Maritza Rojas. Operations and Clinical Consultant, Jenny Nygaard.